HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is sponsored in part by Sacred, a not-for-profit that helps improve lives in the rural Mexican communities where heritage agave spirits are made. Since we obtained our official not-for-profit status from the IRS back in 2017, Sacred has gifted more than 32,000 Tobola agave seedlings to families in rural Oaxaca. These families are finding their cultural heritage at risk as access to agave is getting harder and harder due to the global explosion of interest in mezcal. Even as we continue to expand this program, we've also recently helped to launch a program that will build out three greenhouses in rural Jalisco to help protect four at-risk varieties of agave and three at-risk varieties of trees, while at the same time preventing these rare wildlands in Jalisco from becoming still more Blue Weber farms. To learn about these and other programs, visit sacred.mx. That's sacred.mx. If you love heritage agave spirits, please consider helping us protect that cultural heritage with a tax-deductible donation this holiday season at sacred.mx. Hey, Chicago, there's a gallery show going on that you won't want to miss. It's called Agave, and it features artwork made primarily from agave fibers left over from mescaleros in Oaxaca. I say primarily because there's also a musical instrument that looks something like a didgeridoo, but made from the heart and quixote of a matraquiche. Buy that and record a version of our theme song with it, and we'll feature it on this podcast. Agave will be on display in the Chase Gallery at the Epiphany Center for the Arts from now until April 9th. And every first Thursday, a different agave spirits company will be on hand to sample out some of the liquid agave art that we love so much. For details, visit epiphanyshy.com. That's E-P-I-P-H-A-N-Y-C-H-I dot C-O-M. Or... Follow the link from this episode page at agaveroadtrip.com. Hope to bump into you there. I'm Lou Bank. I am Chava Perivan. And this here is Agave Road Trip, the the award-winning podcast that helps Green Gex bartenders better understand agave, agave spirits, and rural Mexico. And we are coming to you today recorded from Miami Beach at the Art Basel Festival. Yeah, not that Lou can appreciate or understand art, but we're brought here for I understand it. art. 
Isn't that the acronym that stands for Agave Road Trip? True. But okay. But I have to say, we went to the design version of, of Art Basel, <laughs> yeah. and there were a few things that you were able to slightly appreciate. Yeah, no, no. So that, were, made, yeah, that made yeah. me think higher of it. Yeah, a handful of things. I mean, most of it felt pretentious to me, if I'm being honest. But um, there were a handful of things that I thought were pretty cool. It's targeted to collectors with a lot of money. It has to look pretentious. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's just okay. part of that. Anyway, that's not what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about something that it's present in most of the specialized bottled mezcal, mm-hmm. at least on the labels of most specialized bottled mezcal. And it's usually, there's this part on the label that says, ajustado con colas y puntas, puntas y colas. Ah, yes. Adjusted with. Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 know, they, do they translate that in English? Like, how do you, how do they put that? Gosh, I, you know, it's a very good question. Like, for the longest time, I was seeing that on bottles, um, from Mezcaloteca. Yeah, yeah. And I interpreted it to mean that the spirit in the bottle was just a combination of the 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 heads and the tails of the distillation that none of the heart made it in. And uh, and then that's fascinating. Right? Oh, and I then, love this. I love and then this. Marco I love this so much. Ochoa pointed out to me, no, 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 Lou, that means it was adjusted with those pieces. Okay. Right? Like this is years and years and years ago, but uh, you know, points to the fact that. Every time I think I understand something, I find out something else that contradicts what I think is my knowledge base. Well, I love that you had that confusion because I just went through a few minutes of, of conversation about this same problem. So there yeah. is this producer in, Jesus Christ, can I remember where is he? Uh, <laughs> in Mexico. I, no, well, it is Mexico. <laughs> I think it's Chihuahua. Yeah, Dolores from Chihuahua. Again, I'm I'm, I'm quoting another another time him. He yeah. was like such a fascinating conversation. I had a one hour a one hour long talk with him. Yeah. Because I was setting in for Maggie Melate, but yeah. he was explaining to us that he takes the hearts and the hearts are already perfect. The hearts are perfect. Yeah. So when he's distilling, mm-hmm. he has his heads, he has his tails, and he has his hearts. Right. But the hearts, if they're a good ABB, he's not gonna mess with them. Oh. He's so going to he, take them apart. And he's going to leave the colas and the, and the puntas. puntas. to adjust them. Wait, to adjust what? To, to adjust to get you where the hearts are. So he will do exactly what I think. Exactly. Oh, man. Isn't wow. that amazing? That is, because I learned one thing and then I learned that was wrong. And now I'm learning that it was right in some cases because everybody's doing something. Like, either you can find an example of everything that you think doesn't exist okay. in Mexico so, amongst these producers. So, I, and Hannah, maybe this is going to be a super quick episode because, I mean, I do have more to say about this, but, like, I have a few thoughts about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't tried both. Like, I think there'll be a, an amazing side by side. You went to Chihuahua? <laughs> no, I did not go to Chihuahua. I, I was oh. talking to him on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I want to go to Chihuahua. But imagine having that side by side. And that's, yeah. not, and that's not going to be very hard to do, actually. Yeah. If you go to any producer and just get a little bit of puntas, a little bit of colas. Well, this is the bottle game that I did with Lalo back in like 2014, 2015. Bottle game. I like how that sounds. I, I yeah, want to yeah. do more so, of those. So Lalo did a tasting for me that's basically what you're talking about, where first he served me the colas from the distillation, mm. then the hearts, and then uh, the, the puntas, the heads. Um, and then he served me the combination, the, the, the final mix of mm. all of them, right? And it was so mind-blowing to me to taste all these different elements and understand where the finished flavor came from that I ended up buying a couple bottles of each of those elements. So I brought colas back and oh, puntas. That. And, and that was like the first, like more than just 
taste this. It's mezcal tasting that I was doing. Mm. And yeah, it was Lalo's bottle game. I've got a, God, you know, I've got a great picture that, uh, that Michael Sager took of, of those bottles when we were doing it that I'll, uh, that we'll use for this episode. It's beautiful. That's great. That's awesome. And I mean, and, and that's one part of this conversation. The other part of this conversation that is something that I think we have touched before a little bit on it, but it's more, most distillers in the planet, they have really large containers, right? Yeah. They have like a 10,000 liter container where they distill everything, they throw it in there. Yeah. But a lot of these guys that we love, they have 20 liter containers. Yeah. They have hundreds of 20 liter containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore, each, and, and this has happened to you when you're traveling with a very anal gringo and they want to buy 20 liters of something. <laughs> Sometimes they will go to This the, is John Darby. This oh, is John Darby when we were visiting Jose Inez, I think it was, in Michoacan, where it was exactly that same distillation, but every batch was a little different. So he just, he, we sat there for hours while he tasted a little bit out of each 20 liter Garfone and tried to remember which one was his favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think that is brilliant because these guys <laughs> are are from one batch, they are making a multitude of different expressions. Okay. From that. And each one of these expressions comes in the in the tiny form of 20 liters. And it's funny. I, I, my recollection, and, uh, and maybe John and uh, and Jason Cox, uh, the other guy who was with us uh, from Cinco Sentidos, maybe, and John's from Singusana, maybe they would contradict me when I say this, but I'm pretty sure that Jose's view, uh, the maestro's view, was, oh no, they're all the same, because they, he wants you out of his place as soon as possible <laughs> no he wants you just to buy no, and get the hell out of not, there not at all like no. no so welcoming we sat there for so long and beautiful conversations until until he asked or not asked but he absent of nothing he just turned and looked at me and said something in spanish and and, and jason cox looked astonished what did he say and jason because i don't speak spanish jason said to me he said that he thinks you could survive 20 years in prison I'm not going to try, like, I'm not going to ask uh, follow-up questions on that. I, that's well, what Jason said. He wasn't going to ask follow-up questions either. Well, even, even if, if he if he was not trying to kick you out, which I wouldn't blame him. But uh, <laughs> the second part of that is, like, you're not going to talk bad about any of your sons. They're all beautiful. No, no, I, I get that. But he was saying literally they taste the same. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was not in the conversation. Yeah. Spanish is not the best, so no, I don't, I don't know what trust. Fair. But... I think that, I mean, that's a second approach. And then I was, I was in Michoacan just a week ago and I saw a guy that he made his composing in the ultimate slowest way. Hmm. So he literally will take, will take uh, a glass mm -hmm. and a glass of puntas, a glass of colas. Yep. He will start mixing them by the glass, getting the perfect amount of, of, of pearls that when you, you're seeing a glass, give me ounces or liters. Just like, just like a small glass where you put a skittis, like a medium glass for a skittis. Skittis, uh, <laughs> like an yeah, eight-ounce eight ounce glass? Uh, mil, like, mil, like, milliliters. Uh, well, wait, I, I can think in ounces. Uh, like, maybe <laughs> like, yeah, like a 10-ounce glass. Wow. And he do the entire, how many liter batch is it? Well, he, like every resake is about 60 liters, I will say. Yeah? So he was, I don't know if he was putting a show for us, honestly. Like uh, they're, that's, they're, that's so, fair. That's the other that, piece of this, right? That, that is always uh, a consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, the, I, if I do the show, they're gonna buy more. <laughs> well, and, and I don't know. And honestly, God bless him. God bless him for for nope. taking care of us. But nope. <laughs> he and, and and the other thing that I never 
suspected was like, you know, when the, when you're saying composing, you're yeah. thinking about puntas colas and hearts. Yeah. And you think there's there's quite a bit of tolerance on how much you can add of these things. Hmm. Like without ruining the taste and the ABV. Well, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I, I would say you're not ruining it. Like during that bottle game I'm talking about, Michael Sager. So Lalo was doing like little bits of ads, little bits for this one bottle for Michael. It's like, oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, it's getting better. Oh, it's going better. Oh, it's not as good now. And it was still great. But it, like there was to, to Michael, there was a point at which it's perfect. And then just a little bit more. But a tiny um, bit. Yeah. And it really was just a tiny bit. So that was mind blowing when we were this guy. He literally said, okay, this is what is perfection. And not only smells and tastes great, yeah. but you can see that the, the perlas, the bubbles, are suggesting a very healthy ABB. Yeah. And then he said, I'm just going to add the tiniest amount of colas to this yeah and the tiniest was like literally just like a tiny splash and i'm gonna ruin it and he did that no perlas yeah and it did not smell nor taste as good oh. and it was just the tiniest splash <sighs> wow so i think it still tasted good yes but but it was as you say like yeah 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 like yeah so i like i'm i'm very curious in, in these labels, if there could be the chance to talk about percentages, because I think that will that will be extremely interesting to explore the percentages of each one of these elements that exists in every bottle. <laughs> no, well, well, I got right. no, 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 no. I'm no, with like, you. Just a, just like, a suggestion. It's, it's just... a never-ending exploration. Yeah, yeah, but, but, yes. but, but it's, it's like it's, space. But it's like five <laughs> five parts out of a hundred. Sure. Two parts of a like right. just right. just, a, just right. a, like like a ballpark of what we're talking about. And, and then from batch to batch, it's going to be different because right. Yeah, and, and so again, like I don't like I don't want yeah. something super precise, but I just I think it's a little bit deceiving when you say. Puntas, uh, hearts, and colas. Yeah. It's it's mentioning three things, and you sort of think like there is a healthy amount of the three of them. Yeah. Whereas the proportion can be uh, like it just be significantly, minuscule, yeah, and it can be minuscule yeah, with the colas. Yeah, yeah. So like that that is my only uh, suggestion uh, thing that I that I would love to to maybe try if we do something in the future with a producer. Cool. There you go. So hasta pronto, Java. <laughs> okay. Adios. Hasta pronto. This has been Agave Road Trip, the podcast that helps gringo bartenders learn about agave spirits. Your hosts are Lubank and Chava Periban. Sound engineering by Roy Sierra. Theme song performed by Gabriel Oliveira and Mark Rico. Sign up to become a road tripper and listen to more episodes at agaveroadtrip.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. And if you hated it, recommend it to your enemies. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Lou is in charge of our social media. So if he happens to sound like an old man, forgive him. He is one. A Gabby Road Trip is a production of 10 Angry Pitbulls, Inc. A Gabby Road Trip is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. Heritage Radio Network is food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. To subscribe to the Heritage Radio Network newsletter, enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with Heritage Radio Network on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find Heritage Radio Network at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. 
Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. Heritage Radio Network couldn't do that without support from listeners like you. Become a part of the food world's most innovative community today. Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the Heritage Radio Network family by becoming a member. To become a member of the Heritage Radio Network, click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Heritage Radio Network can become addictive. Programming you here on Heritage Radio Network can drive you to eat, drink, and listen to more programming on Heritage Radio Network. If it drives you to drink, please do not drink and drive. Drink responsibly, eat responsibly too, and listen to Heritage Radio Network responsibly. To listen to Heritage Radio Network responsibly, wear protective earbuds. While wearing protective earbuds, do not drive or walk. Sit in a comfortable chair. If that comfortable chair has a hard seat, please remember to get up and stretch every 30 minutes. If you get up and stretch every 30 minutes, do not stretch beyond your abilities. Stay within your defined stretching capacity and consult a doctor who specializes in stretching. If you do not have a doctor, listen to all the shows on the Heritage Radio Network. There has to be at least one doctor among the Heritage Radio Network podcast hosts. Thanks for listening. Agave Road Trip out.